I'm so excited yeah. about this episode. <laughs> it's everything I wanted and more. <laughs> really? And- okay. <laughs> I love this man. <laughs> also, that was him in drag, wasn't it? I think so. Oh, I didn't notice that. I, that was I'm not my God. 100% sure. Like going back and looking like that was that was a chin. Because mm. his voice yeah. changed at one point, too, when Aaron was interrogating him. Yeah, it was like panto drag. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that whoosh went over my, my head. No idea. Didn't know. But that makes sense. He returned. He finally came back. I'm so happy. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hello, puppets. Howdy, y'all. And welcome to Muppet Sex and Trauma. I'm Sarah Ezzet. I make the Costume Codex videos on YouTube. I'm Jack Cram, editor slash right-hand man for Passion of the Nerd and editor for Chipperish Media. And I'm Josh Gonston. I'm, I'm a fool for love. And that's more than enough. <laughs> Sometimes I like to hold my gaze at the camera. And see how long it's going to take for Sara to chime in afterwards. <laughs> We've been recording for like five minutes. I'm already having a great time. This is amazing. Good. Oh, so we are gathered here today to mark the return of Maldus. Nightmare <laughs> came back to me. I want to hear from Josh first. Josh, how, how, no. how are you feeling? We have the episode summarized. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Summary. Okay. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Picture, if you will, was written by Peter Neal. This is his only Farscape credit. And it's directed by Andrew Prowse, who we've seen several times, including the premiere. Shiana and Rigel are getting some shopping done with the reluctant supervision of Aaron. She takes a liking to a painting and even the not-at-all shady trader with the completely convincing accent insists on giving it to her for free. The painting appears to be a portrait of Chiana herself, wearing a necklace that she lost some time ago. I'd say that was odd, but hey, Farscape. Back on Moya and the crew are in maintenance mode. Pilot warns some systems are on the fritz. And what's this? While doing the maintenance, one of the DRDs found Chiana's necklace. Who could have foreseen that? But as Chiana is marveling at the painting's prediction, it changes. This time it shows her with a broken leg. In shock, she trips and breaks her leg. She's now fully convinced the portrait is prophetic. She and Dargo have a very close conversation about whether it's better to know what's coming or to have hope and be surprised. The crew are all kind of freaked out about the whole situation. Crichton and Aaron have a talk. He says he wishes they could bunker down and be safe from outside threats, while Aaron suggests they would be better off without Shiana and Rigel, and maybe some other people too. Things get heated as they push each other's buttons and push each other away. Dargo, John, and Zahn have decided to take the painting away from Shiana. But they're too late. It's already changed and it's now showing her on fire. A terrified Shiana begs Dargo to put her in a freezer to keep her safe. But when he does, Moya's glitchy systems causes the freezer to light on fire and in moments, Shiana is gone. Grief-stricken and pissed, the crew try to destroy the painting. But no matter what they do, burn it, smash it, or space it, it comes back. And now it shows Dargo impaled by a blade. 
Rushing to remove Dargo to an open space with no blades, they run to the cargo bay, where Dargo is somehow speared by the tip of Aaron's prowler, and he shatters. Suddenly, he finds himself reassembled inside the painting, and there is Tiana, alive and well, or at least alive. They're both trapped in the world of abstract art. Back in the world, Aaron and Rigel are returning to the shop to have a word with the not-at-all-suspicious shopkeeper. She wants revenge. He wants compensation. Zahn and John are left alone with the painting, and she is increasingly distraught. Yet when she asks him to trust her, John doesn't hesitate. That's when the painting shows John being electrocuted, and Zahn pushes him into the glitchy defense screen. And now he's in the painting world. But he has an idea who might be responsible. Of course, it's Maldus. Maldus! And he can no longer resist the urge to monologue. I'm here, John says, you can take your revenge. But who would want revenge on John? Maldus is after Zahn. And now he pulls her into his world for more monologuing, with a side of torture. But Zahn has foiled him again. Before she was pulled in, she asked Pilot to send a message to Aaron to shoot Kyvan. When Aaron does this, Maldus's illusions start to crumble, and one by one, the crew escape from Abstract World, while Maldus wails with the anguish of a diva denied. And later, while nursing her still-broken leg, Chiana attempts to explain the plot to Rigel. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but hey, it's Farscape. Perfect ending. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so thoughts? Josh I want to know what Josh thinks Maldus is returned all my prayers have been answered <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment since the last time we saw Maldus uh, and almost every episode you've been like hmm is this Maldus <laughs> I, was, I was definitely um uh, a little obsessed. I, I will say, I was a little obsessed there for a little while. Uh, but he came back and was, and he just, he just gave, he just gave me so much of what I was needing in my life. Uh, you know, emotional security, um, psycho, psychological comfort, uh, food and water. I was just so happy with this episode. Um, and and we'll talk about whether or not it was actually good in a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I was so happy with this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I enjoyed it, enjoyed it a lot more and retroactively once we got the, the Moldus uh, reveal. I, I wouldn't say without Moldus, I would have disliked the episode, but it's just, especially as a horror fan, it's a, a trope I've seen many, many times, you know, like haunted object, people get sucked in. I was like, eh, okay. Like, it was fun, but yeah. Um, but no, freaking great, great episode, I, I think. Um, and Maldus is just amazing. Like the performance, he's so fun. He's so villainous. He's so camp. I freaking love it. Okay. Let us have it. <laughs> it's a funness. Yeah. That's bad. I, I feel like it's it doesn't hold up so well over rewatch. Okay. Uh, there are some scenes I like, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, but I'm kind of like like what the fuck is actually going on? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it it kind of breaks the world because at least like in the first Maltus episode, at least we knew like John was unconscious and everything was happening in like a weird mind space thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Like, yeah. where does the real world intersect? What the fuck is Moldus's power? What the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely like, fair. I, I kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's just my brain, but as much as I enjoy various scenes and he is, a, a you know, a good diva. I kind of, my, my, I just keep going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's fair. That was me yeah, until yeah. the Moldus reveal. <laughs> no, yeah. like, I know when I know it's Moldus, and I know, I'm like, what oh, is the loot? <laughs> yeah, because this is on rewatch. I like, okay. I think a really good, you know, fuck with your brain is like mm-hmm. when you rewatch it and you're like, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I do not see what they did there. <laughs> See, in in my mind, Moldus is just Q from Star Star Trek, so I don't question his his powers. He just does whatever he does. I don't know. So I actually feel like he was a little underpowered in this episode. Wow. Uh, okay. Compared to how effective and terrifying and and good he was in in his debut episode, um, and like in that episode, it required. Pushing Zahn to the edge of her sanity and her morals. And yeah, some dude got vaporized on the side while they were working on it. And it was this coordinated effort and they were shooting at the, and it was this whole thing. In this episode, Zahn kicked him a lot. Uh, yeah. And then they shot him with the lasers as he was trying to like breach dimensions. <laughs> I was getting Star Trek five vibes at the end and you never want Star Trek five vibes. <laughs> Dude, so I like I was. What does Maldus need with a starship? I that's a fine question for this episode. <laughs> I was I was with it until the climax when when Zahn was was kicking him and back flipping over him, and then I was just kind of like, that could have been. Dude, the giant hand was so cheesy and so stupid, but I loved it. I really <laughs> did. It was dumb, and I thought it was, was amazing. I felt like, um. I wanted him, him and Zonda to tussle a little more. She sort of kicks the shit out of him, and then it, it's done. I, I, I exactly. expected a, li- a little more. And yeah. I wanted like but, I wanted some some lightning bolts and some glowing yeah. eyes. Part of me feels like they didn't want to do something too final because I, I feel like we might see him again. So they yeah, wanted to leave leave it a little op- open ended. Sequel hook vibes, and I'm once again going to be hoping and praying and wishing for him to come back. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, I I actually I enjoyed the the horror. It was kind of like a, watching an episode of Goosebumps at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So like it I was fir- it was creepy, but it wasn't scary. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, I was getting like voodoo vibes. I thought they were doing like like a play on voodoo, but it, it went a completely different direction, really. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, as I said, this is a trope you see in horror a lot, and. I mean, I have seen it done so, so, so much better, but that's, it doesn't necessarily make this bad. I still had fun with this, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I had fun with all, including the climax. Like, as I was like, okay, I was still having a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wish that I could go with yeah. it, but I, I just like, like, 
What? <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way, though, because if we were yeah. all just sitting here going, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, we love it. That's a boring com- conversation. So, exactly. true. Absolutely. So, because so like, you're, you're who, you're who like, Tiana and Rigel were talking to at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for the lampshade. But yeah. Um, because, like, if he were Q, you could, like, if he had that level of mind. She was basically a god, right? Yeah, yeah. reality, yeah. chaos, god powers. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't expect him to be defeated and dispersed as easily as he has been. Yeah. Whereas I, I wasn't a huge fan. I liked what this purpose he serves in, um, the that old black magic. But I just I I don't know. There's something about Maldus that just I want <laughs> to like, and I don't. Is it? Is it the camp? Is it the really? I over love the top camp. camp. I oh, love. Okay. I have seen every season of Drag Race in oh, yeah. English of language. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I forgot who I was talking <laughs> to for a second. Like, come on, Jack. <laughs> like, I, 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 I have seen several recordings of of Little Shop of Horrors. I love camp. You love, you love Rocky Horror, like loving. Mm-hmm. So. Oh God, yes. Yeah. I don't know about I don't know what it is about Maldus's brand of camp hmm. that just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> it's almost he, he makes me think of like is he too heterosexual? <laughs> I I don't know. I see. I, I don't, don't get hetero vibes no, from him at all. all. <laughs> not at all. I I get I get. So I was Im- not impressed by his drag. Yeah, that was I mean, weird. See, I didn't get that. You guys mentioned that before we started re- recording. I didn't get that. I yeah, it was that was and, our, our our guy Christopher Haywood in drag. Uh, I can't that, remember that, who that, said that's the name, right? It's not. It drag needs to be more of a gender performance. That's just. Okay. <laughs> I. That's because. Does the character? So, sorry, sorry, go. <laughs> like I, I don't know how to. Like there, there is. Drag isn't just man in dress. Drag is a. It's a character. Is, is, it's ge- a character is gender performance art. Yeah, and that was a male actor in a dress. <laughs> See, I well, yeah, I didn't get that at all, and I was not sure if they were trying to present this character as male or fe- fe- female, because there was both going on. It was very strange. So I think I know what, what you're saying there. And I, I would love to see more gender fuckery in Farscape, mm-hmm. because why on earth would aliens have the same gender norms we do? Also, gender fuckery is the best term I've ever heard. <laughs> have you never heard of gender fuckery before? No, no, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, anything with aliens ought to have more gender fuckery. Right. Because that was his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because why, why on earth would any society but humans have human gender norms? Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, we left that behind in season one. Yeah. Um, So any opportunity to like play with it and, and Farscape, I think does have some, some gender fun. Um, I, I just don't, I, I, and you know, so to me, like I see no reason why, um, you know, you can't have female characters who present a little male, or male characters mm-hmm. who present a little female, or other. You know, why not? Mm-hmm. And the answer, the, the the why not is answered by the year two thousand. 
(laughs) (laughs) But, you know, uh, anyway, so like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about this character that doesn't do it for me. I I don't know why he's just not my kind of camp. Yeah. Um, doesn't, I can't remember who said it, but. One of the characters mentions that is it Kyvan, the the shop mm-hmm. lady man, mm-hmm. um, Ky- that that uh, Kyvan was like, um, uh, some sort of magical manifestation of Moldus's, but it was, but now it it was Moldus. I don't understand. And then and then the shop disintegrates along. Like I I don't. I don't get well, the, the actor. I think the actor was playing both characters. But that does. Okay. I don't know whether that means that Moldus that, was Kyvan. Oh, that it was Or that Kyvan was a projection okay. of Kyvan. No, uh, okay. Kyvan was a projection of Moldus. Yeah, right. That's it, see, it I was confused. Okay. It wasn't Moldus and drag. It was Chris Haywood mm-hmm. and drag. Oh, okay. I understand yeah. now. Also, Just like he was projecting the little old man in the in yeah, Black Magic. Exactly. Oh, yeah. of course. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 I follow now. But yeah, the whole um, is Christopher Hay- Hayward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I didn't notice that that was him at all. It just whoosh, straight over my freaking head. No so idea. I didn't, Were you distracted by the awful accent? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I didn't notice that it was Christopher. There was Chris Haywood. Um, but at one point, when when Kyvan leans close to Chiana and is like, "What about that? You could take it for free." I was like, "That is that is quite the chin on this particular ah, actor." Okay. And I thought once again we were encountering some more progressive casting. Uh, you know, from from the show's perspective, and I'm just kind of like going with it. Um, but then with the Maldus reveal, I was like, that was that was that was the same. So, <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't click that it was the same actor. It, I just mm-hmm. we were looking at somebody oh, also or a trans woman. Am I the only person who who felt like the shop looked like a giant hamster enclosure? Like the balls <laughs> and and little like it's a hobbit trail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's which, that's what it made me think think of immediately, which was cool, and yeah. which is what you know space vessel stationy things might end up looking yeah. like. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It makes Human habit trails. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Christmas ornament vibes. Mm-hmm. That too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I felt there was a bit of a um, I don't know, like it was skirting too close to ethnic stereotypes, and like okay, I it think it felt like with Kyvan. Yeah, because they were okay. playing like fortune teller kind of. Yeah, it smacks of Orientalism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. tradition oh. of Encanto and, and that, and it just or even was, like a really old school like perception of like Romani peoples and that's stuff what like I was that. getting was yeah, yeah it was, like it it's all bound up in that. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I see that. I didn't think of it, but now you've mentioned it. Yeah. No, I picked up on that. They, they, they were they were treating Kyvan's character as like a traveling, untrustworthy, mm-hmm. curios hawking kind of a you know where did yeah. you get this? You know, I was like, oh, okay. so it's you know it's an offensive portrayal of of Romanis and yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 sort of it's partly Romani. It's like a bunch of ethnic stuff, yeah. mixed in a weird melting pot. Because I don't, yeah. I also got like opening scene of Aladdin vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. 
(laughs) Robin Williams beckoning you closer to the camera. (laughs) (laughs) I love Robin Williams, but film is is, is quite Mm. difficult to watch as a Middle Eastern person in certain aspects. (laughs) In some ways, it's delightful. It's like delightful and painful. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like candy that hurts when you eat it. <laughs> that just sounds bad. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't sound delightful at all. <laughs> you know, like the the, 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 the the really sour ones that kind of hurt your mouth a little bit while also. Oh, being... see, I, we've talked about this. I like that kind of food. I like food that melts my yeah. face off. Yeah, you yeah, like that's something that is good but also painful. <laughs> See, now, now I'm thinking jawbreakers, and I don't need jawbreakers because why would I want to break my jaw? Why would I want to break my jaw? Sorry, why would I want to do that? Uh, well, you wouldn't, but they don't actually break. You. This and, is a weird tangent. Jawbreakers <laughs> are really dangerous. People, people have like choked to death on jaw jawbreakers. How did I get us onto this weird? This is this is this is a PSA, children. Eat your, your jawbreakers with care. Very slowly, carefully. Right. Perhaps just lick them a little bit until they shrink. I don't know. Why would I want to put something that different? Children, do not watch this show. <laughs> you don't know that. Do um, not watch us if you are small oh, children. Oh, don't watch us. Yeah. No, no. That's like me with popcorn. <laughs> Popcorn is fine, but I don't like it enough to spend the next week picking it out of my freaking teeth. So I don't eat it. I don't eat it. Me neither. (laughs) Especially as like recognizing that I'm an autistic person. The weird, the the weird sensory. You've you've made an excellent point here, Sarah, and we we clearly all (laughs) took it and ran with it. I yeah. mean, if I if I start talking about mouthfeel, we'll go into a whole different level of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the weirdest place we, we've gone, though. Let's be honest. No. Um, so yeah, on that note, something about Kaivin leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yep. <laughs> Good full circle comment. You pulled it all back right there. I just knew that was gonna. <laughs> Go something. on. I, I, I'm, I'm just admiring the color of faith of the colors that Jack is turning I'm, right now. I'm not. No. 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 <laughs> Bad Jack. No. Stop it. Nope. Nope. Not touching it. Nope. <laughs> no, Jack. My apologies to our uh, listeners that they can't see this unless <laughs> you go on YouTube and. See the guys, faces that Jack was guys, making as he tries to restrain himself from I'm responding a, to my leaves of bad taste in your mouth comment. I, I just turned 35, but I'm still a 16-year-old boy in many, many ways. And I'll leave it at that. I'm 40 fucking two and I'm baiting you. So <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Yep. Anyway, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I am not a huge fan of Kai. And I think that kind of red colors my perception of Maldus that, like, I kind of want to go on this journey. Um, But between trying to figure out what the fuck is going on (laughs) and kind of not really like this, kind of not being my kind of camp. 
Yeah, I didn't just kind of bounce off of it. Yeah, as as I said, I didn't pick up on the racial undertones. Um, but as a character, Kyvan just didn't really do it film for me either. I just I wasn't sure what they really were trying trying to do. And I spent most of the time going, wait, is is this a man or a woman? I just because they weren't leaning into either. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then I think the characters referred to Kyvan as a she, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So I went with that, I guess. But it was just a, an odd experience. It's a good idea to embrace going, I don't know, and that's okay. Yeah. Just generally, I think we 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 are trained our brains too much to do the is this a man or a woman? I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, it doesn't the matter. binary thing. Yeah. yeah. They, they they used she, so we'll go with she. That's also yeah, what exactly. Gian and Roger were telling us at the end. Yeah. Still- oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the character stuff. Let's talk about Chiana. Chiana. So I really liked uh, Gigi Edgley's uh, performance here. She played the the frantic um, um, fear stuff really, really, really well. And I was, I legit like gasped when she broke her leg. And then later on when she was in the freezer and then boom it burst into flames like i was like holy shit um the only thing is like now they weren't it it was very obvious that this wasn't going to be a permadeath um and i i don't think the creators were going for that but i would have liked it to i would have liked to question that a little bit you know because it would have given it more stakes but and how do you do that? Because obviously she's not dead, but it just felt like she was, it was very unceremonious, but if they spent a little more time with it, made it a bit more in, impactful, maybe I would have liked that. I don't know. I'm, I, I sound like I'm, I'm being hypercritical, but that's not my intention. I actually really, really liked it. I, I mean, just thought. She's the only hmm. one you didn't predict was going to die between the two of you. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah. Um, yeah, she was great. Sorry, I lost my train train of thought. Anybody else? <laughs> uh, I I appreciated. Yeah, the kind of the horror aesthetic. She made a really good uh, scream girl uh, for the mm. the horror movie portion of the episode. Yeah, the scream queen. Scream queen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also liked a lot of the uh, Chiana Dargo shipping that we got this episode. That was that was cute. Um, I was a little put off, turned off, um, hard to put my finger on what was bothering me about her, like not wanting to get rid of the painting. Cause, uh, cause like his, it wasn't all that pretty to begin with, you know, it was just, it was just a painting. Yeah. It was free. Like what, yeah. why, why are you like, no, no, don't take it. Don't take it away from me. And you know, they had to be like, just take a piece of it. She's like, fine. I can sacrifice a piece. Like you just got this five minutes. <laughs> And it's not even that good. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why that? That didn't quite land for me in a convincing way. Um, and there wasn't any evidence to suggest that she was being influenced by the painting uh, at any point throughout the episode. So I couldn't make that reading on it either. Other than all that, she was a great scream queen. Loved the shipping. Fun times with Chiang. See, I don't know how I feel about let's call them Chiago. Um, that I I. Lo- yeah, I I loved that scene where he went to her chamber quarters, whatever. Went to her her room and spoke to her and gave her some advice. But then when it when it takes this romantic turn, I'm like, wait, what? What? What the fuck are you guys doing? What? It just 
I feel like Chiana and Dargo would be like oil and water. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that, but then maybe it'd be wonderful. Maybe they are so extreme ends of the spectrum that, you know, the whole opposites attract thing. Um, but I liked how Dargo ha- handled it too, in, in kind of this, like, uh, like he was, he, he was kind, kind about it, but still like, no, this isn't, this isn't going to happen, you, you know, but, the one thing that is again frustrating me, it's like the is straight baiting a thing? Like they keep like teasing us. Ship baiting, right? Ship baiting. They keep they keep hinting that characters are gonna hook up and then it doesn't fucking happen. Like we haven't had a legit coupling. We've had some boning, which is great, but like and it's like once again, I've said this so many times on this show, but everyone just wants to fuck everybody else. And mm-hmm. Cool, but like, just get, I mean, except for, right. I, except yeah. for right. that's that's a, he's not a body breeder, except for those contradictory times when he was. But yes, mm. I'm, I'm I'm having some really weird men- mental Im- images. Yeah, I I just mate mate. Yeah, I just if you're gonna do it, just just do it. Give us a couple, like for fuck's sake. No, 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 Rigel no, may no, or may John. not get laid at some point in the series. Oh, no, wow. Jack, we can't. <laughs> no. I, I am from the school of slow burns. Oh, no, I like a good setup, but like we're halfway through season two. We're only halfway through season two. I'm okay. sorry, you have to get you have to get used to the edging. There, there will be resolution, <laughs> but there, but there's quite okay. a bit of edging with this show. We, we haven't, we haven't finished yet. We we, so I, it's, I, I'm, I love a good slow burn. I'm a Star Trek fan. I'm a West Wing fan. I'm a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Love a good slow burn, you know. Just yeah, give it, um, give it to me real slow. So my like, like, like they don't need to rush it. I just feel like something should have happened by now, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Ma- like maybe it's going to be in the way that they uh, do it, and then I'll freaking love it. But it's like, but to it, to its credit, I do hate shows that hold on to this will they, won't they thing and make it the central like focal point and they drag it out as long as humanly possible like i've been watching a show called sex ed education it's a one wonderful show but a mm. big a big a big part of it are uh, these two main main characters going to get to, together and like three times now it's almost happened but then it doesn't and if it's too drawn out it just becomes annoying because it's like i see what you were doing here you you feel like this this is your only ace up your sleeve and you don't want to play it too early. Yeah, See, I, don't, for me, I don't want friends, but I want Gilmore Girls, you know? <laughs> yeah, for me, it really depends. Like, if the will they, won't they comes from actual character stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than feeling the hand of the writer. Yes, yes. Um, And I, I kind of, I tend to, I rather enjoy the way that Farscape is doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having a blast with it, and I I really like Dargo and Chiana's oil and water opposites attract thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I I, th- I I love but you know we've got the these hints like the whole thing about maybe it'll show us our future like there is mm-hmm. a sense that I, I I love that he's that that you know he's so sure that looking in the future about them is not a good idea. But we, you know, he's willing to be surprised. Yeah, I, I think yeah. 
like that was a beautiful moment. Yeah, mm. like while yeah. I'm not a big fan of this episode, I the the two bits of this episode I am a big fan of is their conversation and Aaron and John's conversation. Um, because yeah, I love this sort of like people who aren't really compatible, but boy, do you want? Do they right. want to be kind of? Yeah thing because you know the you know there's going to be drama and interest Mm -hmm. you know in a you know that it's not a good idea but it's kind of a good idea kind of thing that they have and and like the fact that they are so different in so many ways and yet similar in, in in other ways and like her being so impetuous seems to push him to be more measured. I just feel like the dynamic is more like fatherly and that weeds me out because he, he was acting rather fatherly in the beginning, give, giving her advice. And, and well, I wasn't, I was not getting fatherly at all. I, I okay. don't get a father, but I think there is a kind of. Mentory then like kind of. Like There's an age least- disparity. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And there, there is a little bit of, of a mentor-ish relationship, mm. but not in a way that I think makes this icky. He's not no, like her teacher, but no. like sometimes, especially when you're young, you know, having a relationship with someone who's older, you know, it it may not be a thing that works out in the long run but you can really learn a lot from it i mean right. not yeah. like yeah. not power abusive older but um but just you know, someone old, with a bit more experience mm-hmm. yeah like there, yeah, i wasn't getting father i was getting daddy yeah zaddy thank you <laughs> daddy zaddy am, am i missing something here uh, Zaddy is a, a slang term for a very sexy older man. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know, know that. Where you, um, where you, you're just so taken in that you start slurring your words and you just say yes. They don't necessarily they don't necessarily have to be have to be an older man. There mm-hmm. people of other genders can also have big zaddy energy. It okay. it applies across genders. I didn't realize. It it can, it certainly can when it has the when it's the right it, it's a sort of masculine quality. Mm-hmm. but any gender can attain it like i think i would say that uh kate blanchett has a bit of zaddy which is why we are all so very disappointed that she's straight <laughs> i got that tilda swinton too a little bit yeah I got that. yeah um as you know because there's something about certain women when they put on a suit and there is zaddy yes. energy. uh i'm not one for calling any I, I find calling anyone you're attracted to daddy is not my cup of tea. We're not here to kink shame. <laughs> I know me other people it may be other people's cup of tea, but not Some mine. people are into it, that's okay. Um, okay. Zaddy is a little different because yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I will say though, this episode made me realize just how much I'm warming up to Dar- Dargo, because that scene with him and him and Tiana, even, even though I wasn't really into the the rom the rom the romantic vibe, I'm seeing this like like this gentle, wise um side of Dargo that's really making me happy. Um I love that we get to see past the tough guy facade and yeah. he's 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 really just 
a good dude who's just been through a lot and he's a strong warrior as well. Also, and I'm going to say this every time it happens, he called John his friend again. He did it again. Like they are legit friends. And I love that. I love their bromance. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that does annoy me in this episode mm-hmm. about Bo, about uh, John, about Dargo and John and Zon as well a bit, although she's kind of in a weird space. It does oh, irritate me John. that they that they want to uh, take Chiana's agency away. Like she doesn't. Okay. They they give up on trying to convince her, and they they do kind of when they just. Dis- it's a bit paternalistic when they decide. Well, we're just going to take the banking away from her. Oh, and then okay. I like I'll. It's not the writing that annoys me. It's a it's a quirk of their character that annoys me. That's like no no <laughs> no no. We let Chiana have her agency. Just because she can be a brat, you know, I, I think we it's a little bit high-handed. And yes, this painting is dangerous, but... Well, no. that's the thing. I was say. That's yeah, the only thing I, I would say at that point, she was enamored with an object that was causing a lot of damage and was dangerous. So I see what you're saying, but... Yeah, I, I just... The way that it happened and then the way they're just like... And Dargo's just like totally paternalistic attitude of, we're just going to take it away from her. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it I, makes I, sense for his character, I, but it's a I, it's a little bit. I say what you're saying, but I still think that had to happen. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't begrudge anybody taking away like a like a weapon from somebody or, or yeah. something like or like a, a leaking sieve of acid. If we're going to talk about something that's <laughs> passive but dangerous, <laughs> uh, you know, if somebody was like, no, this is my acid as they're getting burned and some, no, just give me that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was actually pleased with that because it was very much like it was, it was self-aware writing. The writing wasn't dragging it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, no, no, these characters have seen enough. They've been through enough. They're not fucking around. Give me the damn painting. Yeah, I think I think give me I think the I think it's them having a conversation about how they're going about that they've decided it's time to take it away from her was a little there was something about it that felt paternalistic to me in a, in a way like okay. she yeah. is an adult she's a brat and she doesn't always know what's best for her but she is still an adult yeah yeah I getcha yeah they could have done it better I guess. Yeah. Oh, I, I won't begrudge your perspective nor uh, do I think it's insignificant that you're more bothered by it than Jack and I are. And mm. I, I don't actually want them to change it in the writing. Mm. I feel like it, it's, it's something that irritates me in their character, but it all yeah, but okay. makes total sense for their character. Yeah. This high handedness. Uh, it, this, this is, this is me being annoyed in world. <laughs> mm-hmm. so you, are, you are, you are Chiana. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like, I feel like Chiana, needs She's, i think she needs to be allowed she she treats herself a bit too much like a child i think yeah, she needs to be yeah she is someone that could be taken advantage of pretty easily um really mm. yeah so i i get what you're saying yeah the like this is a in-world annoyance is you know is that they're a little bit paternalistic particularly dargo and Zo- and chiana acts more childish than is mm-hmm. <laughs> no but what what i mean also though is and i'm calling myself out here a little bit like that that you're more bothered by it even in the universe than jack and i are i think is 
probably lends weight to your botherment because Jack and I are the patriarchy, you know. <laughs> and so being paternalistic and being like, no, no, this is for your own good is, is something we were socialized with. Yeah. I'll, it is I'll, something I'll, that makes me incandescent with rage when people I'll, do that I to will me. stipulate to your point. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes the things things that annoy me <laughs> um, mm -hmm. i shouldn't tell the world just how yeah anyway um <clears throat> uh being patronized is just not a fun experience um and yet, and yet we have a patreon <laughs> yes <laughs> You can below. Patreon me all you want <laughs> at either the, 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 the Patreon uh, me. <laughs> oh yeah. There we go. Oh yeah. Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> but do not patronize me. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's daddy. And we don't want <laughs> Are our patrons patronizing us? Technically. Uh, yeah. Patron Patroning. According to Patron English. They're supporting, <laughs> and we love we, them for it. We appreciate our patrons so much. Yes, <laughs> thanks, guys. This, is, this has been a commercial for you guys. <laughs> and uh, we, we weren't able to get together to react to this episode, but Jack and I reacted to an episode of um, uh, of Stargate, um, one with Vala in it, because I wanted to. We wanted to marvel at. Claudia Black's range. So oh. we watched season nine, episode four of the ties that bind, which was, this is kind of mm -hmm. has similar vibes to this episode. Yeah. Although I would give my left leg to have seen Josh's live reaction to this. I, uh, I texted these guys as I was watching it. I was like, <laughs> Maldus! yeah, actually yeah, schedule just didn't make sense once, you know, an illness I, and stuff. I just realized the person in the wheelchair saying they would sacrifice their, their left leg. There's not a lot of stakes in that. I like my legs. I, I don't use them all that much, but but I like them. Jack, and you, I, you'd have half the opportunities for nice footwear. Jack, I want you to know that, that you, you said that and I just rolled with it. <laughs> there we go. Well played, sir. Well played. See, Neither you, you just don't have a leg to stand on. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you guys are savage. I love it. This this is great. That's my that's my one. I'll be I'll be banking my goodwill with Jack for the next year. You guys, you know, I love you you both immensely. It's all shit shits and giggles, baby, until someone giggles and shits. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've used that. I, I stole it from somewhere. It's not I'm mine. Gonna, I'm gonna use that. I'm using it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, were we watching an episode of Farscape or something? Yeah. We keep yeah. going off topic on this one. But this is the tangenty because the yeah. world makes no sense in this episode. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's fun, but it's nonsense. Okay, can I so, tell you when when John was like, he's a vampire, immediately in my head. I went, the world is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and I, I just watched I, I, I just watched Interview with a Vampire. So Very different vibes. Nice. Oh. <laughs> so gay. Vibe. <laughs> Very that's, gay. that's my version of camp. I, uh, the the I new just, the new one. 
Uh, yeah, we'll, so we'll talk about it elsewhere. We can't start talking about that or else I won't shut up. I've, <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it, but I've got issues. I've got mm. some issues is all I'm going to say. But, all right. It's um, different, but I like it. I uh, like it too, but I just... <laughs> no, stop, Jack. Stop. Okay? <laughs> no. Not, we're here to talk Farscape, not interview with a vampire. If patrons request, we might do a discuss, Sarah and Jack discuss all things and rice and interview with the vampire. Sure, I'd be down for that if you guys want to hear that. Yeah, well, I don't know that Josh wants to participate in that. I've, I've never uh, been that deep into Anne Rice, so y'all go for it. Josh is too straight for this conversation. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm straight too, but yeah. Of course you are, baby. Hey, what does that mean? <laughs> that you have a little gender fuckery in you, even though I know that sure, it's women yeah. that you well, that you like. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's true. I um yeah, I I don't know. When they hear straight and queer, I always relate it to what you're you're attracted to, but there's a little more to it than that, yeah. Anyway, that was yeah. the whole does we're just Tangents. tangenting and tangenting yeah. and tangenting. So um, Let's talk about John and Aaron's conversation, shall we? Which conversation? Sorry. <laughs> I want to shut all the doors. I want to throw everyone out. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, she, I've got that in my uh, notes. She says, uh, if I hadn't had it my way, I'd throw Rigel off the ship and maybe Chiana too. I can kind of understand where she is coming from. I, I really can, because especially right, Rigel. I love that little shit, but he's tried to screw them so many times. And I'm, I'm, I, I would, I would, I'd be willing to bet he's going to try and screw them, them again. So I kind of get it, you know? See, in my notes, I have that he, he, we kind of see a little bit of his worth in the beginning of this episode because we see what a good negotiator he is and how utterly hopeless Aaron would be at it. <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah, but that's because he likes to haggle. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's greedy. <laughs> that is a useful skill when you need shit. Yeah, that's true. You need yeah. food. It is useful yeah. to have someone who can haggle. True. That's a good point. I thought it was kind of douchey of John to say, and would you throw out Pilot 2 after the last episode? Yeah, that's kind of shitty, isn't it? Yeah, okay. it was. So there is a bit of a continuity issue here. Oh, okay. This episode is usually aired in the order that we watched it, but in the production order, it was produced beforehand. There was like, there were issues with how long it took to get everything ready for this episode. This is the episode that resulted in Crackers Don't Matter being ready. So it ends up coming after the way we weren't, but the writing was, it's sort of, they were sort of written at the same time. So there are some character inconsistencies that, you know, kind of, that, that kind of, that ended up with you. Usually they're really, they're super consistent, but it's the nature of this one just being so complicated to film that it ended up in this weird place. And, you know, which should have been ordered, been written first because it, and it makes more sense in certain character stuff. Had it been, had it come before the way we weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I wish no, I'd, like, I absolutely. wish I'd wish I'd read that before <laughs> we. It, but I wish that had come up in my research earlier. It didn't come up in the research for the way they we weren't, because I would have switched the order we did them in. 
Uh, although that would be complicated because it's always in, in the playing order of the people find them, it, that, that it's, you know, in, in the order of all the things, it's usually um, the way we weren't first. But yeah, that does, but, that does make that make a little more sense. But this, mm-hmm. is the, this is the order that it's in, in, in the Farscape guide that you're using? Yes. Weird. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it then, does, that did feel like a slap in the face. It really did. Yeah, that was a shitty thing to say. Hmm. Yeah, like I like I I kind of enjoy the fact that they're both being shitty to each other. No, I'm saying that was a shitty thing to say in the context of the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, I think I they're. I don't think they were being shitty to each other. I think they were both just like uh, dealing with their their usual boundaries and barriers, and that that conversation wasn't nearly as as important or pivotal to me as the one after Chiana's death. You know, when she's in in pilot's den and john storms in and is like when are you going to let somebody in like when are you going to stop pushing somebody away you know obviously talking about himself but uh, i think that the two conversations are kind of one conversation split in two with a big well yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah i think that's just there's a strip continuity issue um because yeah it it the the because of this production mess because he could like they talk about what a nightmare this was to film um because of course uh Mal- what's his christopher chris haywood haywood had to play to like blank spaces and <laughs> yeah there was a lot of that going on for everybody when they were on the big glass screen mm-hmm. thingies yeah. yeah all of that was super complicated to film the sets were complicated to build and all thing this just kind of but you know that's how we got crackers don't matter so yeah which is <laughs> which is worse everything so worse everything uh, you know under the sun because that is fabulous television um but yeah that, that means that that comment about pilot is just ends up landing extra shitty yeah can i just say quickly i loved inside the mirror how everybody's um the painting inside everybody's faces were like warping and and john's in particular kept making me laugh i i, I uploaded some uh screen screenshots <laughs> to my twitter it was just, oh yeah i saw that it, it kept it it was so funny to me i'm again i i'm like a 16 year old boy i i find stupid shit really really funny um yeah. I hadn't noticed until you put the I like I've watched this a few times and I hadn't noticed, but when I when you put the screenshot and when I watched it, it again, I noticed. It, was it when his face was all squished? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squished in and then yeah. like elongated and stuff. I'll send them to you. It just it kept cracking me up. It was really funny. Um, it worked really well with Maldus' uh makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Like his with his character design, it made him look fucking creepy. Yeah. His costume in this was excellent. I love the Shakespearean rough and the and the yeah. chiffon cape. He's, he seemed a little, the actor seemed a little uncomfortable because he kept holding his arms like C-3PO. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like his character design and all that kind of stuff was great. But anyways, John and, John and Aaron, yes. Uh, have yeah. boundaries and barriers and they need to work there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, John wanting to hide from the world and Aaron wanting to push it away is kind of an interesting. Hmm. There's a lot of opposites attractiveness in the ship, in the ship baiting in this episode. Ship baiting. <laughs> Do we talk about Zon? Yes. Let's talk about Zon. 
I okay, so I found myself kind of yelling at her through most of the episode because I'm like, say something. You're going through shit. Say something. And 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 look, we get the reveal at the end that she couldn't because it would have given it away and screwed out everybody. So I appreciate they did that, or else I, I would be still frustrated. I would be still frustrated because that's one of my pet hates when a character for most most of the time it's used for com- conflict. They they don't say something to to create con- conflict. I I hate that little trope thingy. Um, but also I'm I loved seeing her kick kick the shit out of Moldus, Mal- even though it, it was a uh, brief. I loved it. Yeah, it it was a. I I really liked that they brought back her and John's banging times uh, and used that as like a you know a, a communication avenue and just a continued bond and stuff like that. Like that that was a really good callback that I really appreciated. Uh, I loved. I I could hear the the whispers um, before the subtitles gave it away that were actually saying pose on. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> like her being haunted uh by Maldus, like that was really good too. Uh and just you know, kind of the, the gradual erosion of her Did sanity. you guess who it was? I didn't guess who like I didn't guess who it was. It's it's obvious now though, isn't it? I'm yeah, like, yeah, how really did is. I not know? Yeah, I didn't because I mean honestly, like I've 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 hope I've been hurt too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't oh, want to get my hopes up. And I'm not going to tell you whether he comes back or not. Good. No, good. good. Don't, don't want to know. Uh, and I couldn't. I just definitely was, was in a very, let's just like, all right, we'll just go with it. Kind of a thing that, that it turned into a, a Kung Fu fight with Maldus in his warped reality sphere. Uh, I want, I wanted more. And I don't know. Yeah. What, like I was saying before, it was cool, going. but it was yeah. very, very brief and just over very, very, very quickly. And then we get the giant hand thing, which was stupid, but great for, for me. Anyway. Gonna, how do we get out of this? Uh, shoot it. Just I wanted, I wanted lightning bolts. It. I wanted fucking yeah. laser beams. Like I wanted yeah, something. Screaming. <laughs> you wanted even more of a production? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if when so, they broke the budget on this one. And that's what you I wanted Dom, I Darth Vader to come out and pick him up and throw him down down the hole. Something, yeah. Like I, I yeah. after the setup in his premiere episode of how powerful he was, that's why I, I say like Maldus felt underpowered in this episode. Mm-hmm. And and I and I wanted more, and I was very happy with what I got. Like I said, I I had a blast with this episode. And as far as Zahn goes, also, like she, this is the Zahn I've been craving for mm. so long. She finally gets to do something. Yeah. And she we do get to, a subtle hint, hint of her dark darkness again, too, a little bit. It's, exactly. It's, she finally gets yeah. to do something that makes sense for her character. Mm. Like, sorry, you've been talking her up. Since we've yeah. been watching the show, and this is maybe the third time that I've seen the Zahn you've described. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I think the thing with Zahn is they struggle to the amazingness of the makeup tends to work against how much filming time they can do and that causes issues. Yeah. And- I noticed mm-hmm. this episode she had some extra costuming on, I think just to 
save save time on the the makeup. There's no other reason why they would have done done that. Really, there was a I could swear it was it was a blooper when John picks up Zen and starts running with her over his shoulder. Virginia Hay grabbed her collar. Oh, okay. When John <laughs> threw over her shoulder, and I was like, it, I. Uh. <laughs> Um, we're gonna see a lot. We're gonna see more Zon with a lot of covering and and you know sort of trying to find sheets with the makeup and yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think this is the first episode we've we've seen it done to such an extent, right? Or mm-hmm. have we seen? Because I don't think we've seen that collar before. Or maybe I'm she's wrong. had she's had the collar for a while. Oh, okay, okay. But she hasn't gotten disrobed as nearly as often as she used to in the first season. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And the Momo was new. Mm-hmm. I like her Momo. <laughs> Apart from the neck thing, I wouldn't, I don't want anything, but I, I love them. Yeah. The rest of it. I don't, I'll, I'll I don't like skivvies. I don't like skivvies for that re- reason. It feels too like skivvies. Oh, you guys don't use that term. That's like the turtleneck shirts, the one that come right up to your neck. Like, okay. Because in the UK, skivvies means underwear. <laughs> Of course it does. <laughs> Not surprised <laughs> at all. So, so I'm like, why would they be on well, your deck? I don't. I don't like. A I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't, don't want to kick chip either. you. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. But a usually, tight tight skivvies do not usually bother your deck. Yeah, they bother <laughs> other places. But point point stands. God, we're both twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, skivvies, we call them. It's okay. Turtlenecks. Turtle yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you seem so <laughs> exacerbated, sorry. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've tried to, my own brain, I'm like, no more being 12. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like um, the soundscapes of Zahn hearing the, the, the voices and stuff. That was, that was done really well. Mm. I really enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, there was again. I was frustrated because we even kept kept getting like close ups of of a face where she's clearly worried and distressed. And I'm like, say something. But then, you know, I know she couldn't, and I know why. But at the time, it was really, really pissing me off. <laughs> See, what's funny is um, I both love and hate those. If the character just said something, thoughts mm-hmm. because. When it's in character and for like a, a character reason that prevents the character, you know, some internal flaw that prevents them from communicating, sure. mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, because then it's a genuine character thing. When mm-hmm. it, when that character reason isn't there, then it's annoying as all fuck. And that's the thing. <laughs> and uh, personally, I, I feel like. 99% of the, the, the time, that's what we see, that. We don't see the, the latter very, very very often at all. I, I kind of like the caretaker who doesn't allow herself to be taken care of. I think okay. that feels like a genuine thing. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I I don't want to spoil things, but I also don't want to set your expectations too high. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are frustrations with 
um, Zahn's journey. Okay. Okay. That are okay. out aside of everyone's control, and we will yeah. get to them when we get to them. Okay. Oh, also, seeing her literally get stepped on was tough, man. That was awful. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, really that didn't like that. Locked. That and was the, speaking so of brutal. sound design, like the, the sound of yes. the <laughs> Oh, that was awful. Yeah. But also speaking of, of Diva, uh Maldus and his platform black leather boots. <laughs> uh-huh. That kind of cracked me up too. Yeah, those are certainly something. So yeah, no, I I um I enjoyed this version of Zion that we find that we finally got again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little, I don't know. I, I guess I'm waiting for some, some consistent growth or some consistent change in Zion. Um, like, yeah. Like Jack has alluded to a couple of times. Like she's had a, she's had a um, hints of a different, of a couple of different character arcs. Yeah. That haven't really been followed up on. She's yeah. Been, Touted as this like uber compassionate um, character and is constantly not uh, and and just I'm wait I want this yeah song. and especially I'm, her her last scene with John when she was like mm-hmm. it wasn't an act John about yeah. her fear like that was that was like mm, yes yeah more of that vulnerability and insight. And courage, you know, like, oh, that was so good. I'm particularly wanting to see this dark side more, the, the whole Anakin Skywalker, the Jedi Temple, like, <laughs> dark side. Like, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, I guess we'll see what, what happens, I guess. I <laughs> Don't <think> tell us. <laughs> there, there are going to be moments that are delightful and moments that are frustrating. Sure. Okay. It's a TV show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm expecting that with everything. Um. So yeah, that that that's that's the best way that I can put it. Um, mm-hmm. And and there will be more stuff we discuss when we get to it. Like I think my favorite Zon Zon is is moments like, you know, when she tried her best with the guy in Throne for a Loss, the Tavlek, the Tavlek, even though it didn't work. Yeah, the sort of the you know that sort of that was good trying, and I. I mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy the sort of way that I I, I like, I enjoy that she has this priestess thing, but that also like there's a selfishness in her um, spiritual quest Mm -hmm. that is acknowledged. So like when we had mind the baby and the scene with her and Aaron, um, like stuff, those, I don't know. I I enjoy Zon when she's conflicted and, and there's, you know, depth. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like someone who wants to be the healer and the ever compassionate. Yeah, that's beautiful. But can't, but you know, you know, she wants to always be that person from with well, the yeah, Tavlek you, kid, but you can't actually always be that person. You want it to be complex. Otherwise, it's just kind of boring. Like it's just, it's just a one. It's it's one dim- dimensional if she doesn't have more com- complexity to it. Yeah, and I think sometimes the writers manage that complexity, and sometimes it ends up being a bit of a a, a mishmash. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something to the notion of 
male writers trying to write women about why this to me i like i'm listening to you describing a character that i don't see mm. i don't see depth in zon i see inconsistency i don't mm-hmm. see a character who wants to be a healer i see a character who, who lacks the self-awareness and thinks she is a healer and thinks she is compassionate okay like i don't see conflict i see uh shallow inconsistency most of the time when i look at zon yeah i can i can see that reading because i think that like the piece i think both are there because mm-hmm. i think some writers write her with depth mm-hmm. and the you know the trying to be and some writers as the writer as sort of the more like inconsistent as you think and i, I think yeah i think there's it's, i think they don't really know what they want to do with yeah yeah and they aren't getting on the same yeah. page yeah. It's like there is one one character, and they're trying to pull her in three different du- directions, but they're not actually yes. sure which direction they want to take her, her in. And it's just, dude, dude, just pick one. Just go with it, you know? Um, um, otherwise, yeah. you get, as Josh's point pointing out, a, a character that feels very inconsistent. And it's almost like, because like Dark Zone... It, is com- is a completely different person to yeah. the others on like like it's like a different character and that's where the inconsistencies come from or part part of them anyway i loved uh the zon that we got the first time we went in Maldus, and i loved the zon that we got when she went to um the delvian temple with the tree mm-hmm. you know and, and made the unity with john like i and i i wonder if and I'd have to go back and look, or, or or you'd have to check your notes. Sorry, I wonder if the same writer or sets of writers had hands in each of those, because both of those episodes obviously got callbacks in this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, so this maybe, writer has hasn't written for Farscape yes. before. That's right. You did say that. He mostly writes sitcoms. Oh wow! Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. There's something about this that does feel very sitcommy. It's. There's- there's quite a bit of home and away in his mm-hmm. in his um, IMDb. Home and away? What? Oh my god, I am both amazed and disgusted. <laughs> if you guys don't know what home and away is, it is this it's god a awful it's a god awful soap that's been running for the last 30 odd years, probably close close to 40 <laughs> now, and it's it's just it's trash. It's even is gotten it, worse. Is it's kind of Australia's Corey, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. We had neighbors, which which just ended, and home, 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 and away is like the last one left. It's kind of like Days of Our Lives, if it was aimed at like a younger audience, like mm. like like a much younger audience, because it's center it centers around this town called Sum, Summer Bay, and it's all like surf and sand and sun and all that stuff, and it's oh, just uh, the ca- the like cast yes yes actually that would be a good comparison yeah, yeah. and um they're just it's hey, just full I, of, like, I, I love my old. generation of, of degrassi i grew up yeah. with those oh, i was good then, with, yeah. with with the uh junior high kids yeah but home and away is pure garbage i i hate it <laughs> hey let's garbage. let's not everybody has just has to write start writing for something and you know oh, yeah. no, no, no 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 i'm not faulting the writer <laughs> at all i'm i'm faulting the show no 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 i dude if i was offered a role on home and away i'd take it because why the hell not (laughs) yeah i mean sometimes you have to make pre-processed 
Exactly. Yeah. American yeah, 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 yeah. cheese because some yeah. people like it. And yeah, let me be that's clear. The, the, the sort I'm... of writing equivalent of American yeah. cheese, which is not cheese, but yeah. <laughs> is a I'm, thing. I'm... I'm speaking in, in, in jest mo- mostly, and this is no shade at the writer at all. Good for him. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe then he picked the Zahn episodes that he liked. Yeah. But, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm definitely sifting for the Zahn pieces that I like. And we'll, when we come to the end of our arc, mm-hmm. whenever that is, we will talk about, yeah. you know, how we feel about how, uh, about the journey looking backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, this episode did have kind of a weird sit sitcommy vibe to it. It really, really yeah. did. Just, just the way it was structured. It, yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Very yeah, particularly we've got the ship baiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I did like though um, the whole aspect of like Zahn with um, you know, Mulder's literally stepping on her, and she was like terrified and 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 afraid but then she chooses to fight back and make made me think of like buffy in 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 chosen you know like get out of my face or yes becoming part two me like (laughs) beautiful i love that that was great yeah the moment when when she was like so am i and like jumps up i was like yes yes (laughs) that little spitty thing that was freaking Uh, cool then she kicked him and i was a little bit like okay but uh, you know like i said i went with it (laughs) <laughs> I I love John's willingness to just trust her no matter what. I loved Aaron's willingness to just trust John no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I did like um the bit where they touch heads and she's communicating with him telepathically. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. thought that was neat. I liked it. I also liked Rigel as as good cop to Aaron when they went back and confronted uh Kyvin. Mm. I wish he had been more useful in that situation. John? Uh, oh. Rigel. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. 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 He kind of felt a little sidelined this episode for the most part. I know he, his abilities are limited because he's a puppet, but I, mm-hmm. I do think he plays an important role, not just that he offers the, you know, plot vending machine. Yeah. The conflict vending machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which, Works because it's it keep it's consistent with his character that he's a plot vending machine because it's it's always it's his his pure selfishness that does it. But I you know he does care about Chiana mm-hmm. in his way. I like his little speech about how she's like him and she would want compensation. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that is you know an impassioned speech as far as Rachel goes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. It was a good that's little true. character moment. I loved it. But I, yeah. I want because of that, I want him to actually be useful in the confrontation. Mm-hmm. And he sort of plays good cop, but he doesn't. He isn't actually able to be like useful because the solution mm-hmm. is just shoot him or even. Well, and like also, there wasn't a need for a good cop or a bad cop because ultimately, uh, Kyvan was just a, a another way of Maldus messing with him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like even even like the misdirector coming being like he's so powerful he made me do it is just Maldus fucking with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did have one thought. So Maldus kind of threatens everybody or gets under their skin by kind of exposing them to their 
greatest fears or at least something close to that like he threatens um um dargo with uh jothy and then he gets to uh john and then he threatens six billion people on on earth i was like okay like sure he doesn't want earth destroyed i guess but like that's very vague man like threatening the entire planet i mean say something about his dad or something something a little more personal that just kind of fell fell flat for for me a a little bit but i liked the idea of that scene i like the idea i just think that the execution was kind of shit yeah we <laughs> need specificity yeah See, i actually i liked it because it's it's very in keeping with john's um fish out of water character ah yeah oh yeah because like if if Moldus destroys earth he can't go home kind, kind, kind of thing well i took it more as like john is is painfully aware that nobody on Earth is prepared to deal with Maldus. Oh, okay. Let, let alone understand Maldus. Like, because mm-hmm. John is so out of his depth. Yeah. And he comes from a planet of six billion people who don't believe in aliens. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's, Maldus's threat is, is John at that moment felt the weight of the whole Earth on his shoulders. Like, he okay. was the only defense of Earth. Mm-hmm. I, so I liked that from a character uh, perspective. No, there. I like that. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I think just the way that you do it, I think a little more specificity could have worked better. Like, mm. not imagine me on Earth, but imagine, you know, imagine me walking down Main Street kind of. Yeah. Or like, um, I'll start with your father and then mm. I will kill the rest of them, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. But still, yeah, it's still a fun scene, though. Yeah, it's just that that fun. whole sequence in the in the 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 upside down or wherever the hell they were. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was just so I just loved yeah. it. Yeah, now and now I, like the way um Dar- Dargo sort of hulked out. That was cool. And mm-hmm. like Dargo figured out the mechanics of the world and and tried to warn John. Like that. Like mm. once again, he's a smart dude. Uh, and Shiana taking the piss out of Maldus. Being like, it looks like the bigger the top, the action. Yeah, that's that was great. Yeah. Very Tiana. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And and it was great too because she didn't, she wasn't there last time, and so she doesn't have the same like level of context as the rest of them do. And so I feel like her presence was also really grounding in in John being like he feeds on fear, so don't be afraid, and Tiana being like it looks so tough. Like it, they, <laughs> yeah. it worked really well. It balanced. Yeah, really. yeah, I like that too. And I loved the I loved the design of the upside down. Mm. It was so fun. <laughs> it was so good. It was really like surreal, abstract. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, abstract art world. Mm. I like that a lot. And just the fact that it was set up like a maze, you know, you go through one uh, mm-hmm. doorway and you don't know where you're going to end, end up. And they were like, they they were separated but not it was yeah it was very cool it was an it was an mc escher world yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the one thing i think about production that could have been better is the painting itself yeah it it was kind of shit like i wouldn't want that hanging in my house because no, it was ugly yeah it, yeah, yeah. it looked cheap plus how it were did. they supposed to get a chip off of this glass thing yeah exactly without breaking the whole thing yeah <laughs> I think that maybe the production people and the script people kind of needed a little more in communication with each other. Yeah, I I just get the feeling they that were happens. they were trying to make something look alien, I guess. But 
Mm-hmm. It just even like the images on them weren't that good. The images were kind of shit. I don't know. They were a little cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like something from Babylon Five, and I adore Babylon Five, but it's very, very, it's very, very early nineties. Okay. <laughs> and this look, or you know, Babylon Five, or like something out of Quarks, both of which is like the nineties, trying to think what the future would be like, and you get the. <laughs> so yeah, like. It just felt meh. It just didn't. I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that that you know that period of the. It felt like something out of Quantum Leaps. Imagine future. Oh yes. Oh yes. Except it needed more lights. (laughs) Yes. 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 More like LEDs. Yeah. Yeah. See, Josh gets my. It should be. It looks like it came out of Quark's reference, and you get my. It's Quantum Leap reference. (laughs) Yeah. So we're all on the same page now. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I mean, as always, this is, you know, laying the track as you run the train. So, you Mm -hmm. know, not everything is going to come together. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's critics still going to critic. So Mm -hmm. absolutely. That's what we're here here to do. So, yeah. Yeah. So, does anyone have anything on theme? Not, not really. The, oh, the, pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, I also did have this thought of like, why don't they go back to the ham, hamster enclosure and just, just like, dude, what the fuck? They they never thought <laughs> to do that until well, well, I guess Aaron does right at the end, but it's just like, what? Oh, I also loved how like um she she just immediately shoots Kyvan, not not in a second thought, mm-hmm. which is like boom. Like yep. she didn't fuck yep. around. That that was very very cool. That was very like Terminator esque or something. I like that. But you a know, lot. anytime a trader gives you something for free, you should think. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I I admittedly I have gotten things for free in bazaars before, uh, in Egypt. But uh, that's because Egyptians with blue eyes sometimes get. that was that was literally that was and besides like we ended up buying something else that was yeah (laughs) that was partly the guy flirting and partly um you know the we did end up buying something because i didn't want to be indebted to the guy Mm. um but generally as a rule if someone who makes their living off of selling things gives you something for free it's suspicious. It's suspicious. Yeah. If yeah. John had been with them on the Christmas snow globe, he would have caught that. Mm. And I think Kyvan was pretty pretty insistent too, from memory. Like mm-hmm. really like pushing. She was, with she it. absolutely was, yeah. 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 It's it's not yeah. If it's like sweetening a deal, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of bargaining. But mm-hmm. just no, I want you to have it. You must have it. No, yeah. this is a fishy situation. Exactly. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Um also, like I said, it's just not that good, good of a painting. It's just not. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd, oh, I I yeah. I would have been like, oh thanks, and then try tried to give it to someone else. Cause yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was I, like, Chiana, let it go. Like, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like I think it's a fair observation that Gianna hasn't been gifted many things in her life, but yeah, 
still. <laughs> well, yeah. And Maldus is in a unique position to make that observation. Yeah. To capitalize on it. But yeah, it's very, don't be suspicious. Don't be hmm. suspicious. Yeah. Don't be suspicious. But um, in terms of theme, yeah, I don't really have, have anything. It's all pretty straight, straightforward, as Josh said, I think. Wasn't a lot of subtext to the text. Mm. No. <laughs> it's all very much text. I, I think that the, the sort of idea of would you like to know the future? You know, if you could know the future, would you? If you had a magic mirror, would you look oh, at it? Yeah. It's not very deep subtext, but it's kind of an interesting thing, especially mm. like at a when there's sort of a budding, bubbly potential of romancy mm. stuff. Um, I mean, like where 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 are the two, where are the two of you on it? If if you had a magic mirror that would show you stuff from your future, look, don't look. I mean. See, that's the thing. It depends what, like, um, if I was a- able to know the exact moment I- I'm going to die, no, I wouldn't want to know know that because I'd be constantly thinking about it and always be in the back of my uh, mind. But like lotto numbers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, especially you, if you don't get to choose what you see in the future. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. ultimately, I think I know, ultimately know, because... It just it takes some of the fun out, out of it, I guess. <laughs> I'm or, I'm good. I've I've done that before. You've seen the future before. I have, yes, and it didn't turn out how I thought it was going to. And <laughs> okay, so I'm okay. Good. story. I'm, yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, Maybe you'll tell us offline. Another, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I used to really enjoy like occult stuff when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I have a couple decks of tarot cards, but I've never. I think that's a little diff. That's different than you know seeing that's anything. Vague and interpretive, I think tarot cards yeah. especially. Yeah, and I actually always found that it's more like you find when you do a, re- a thing, it's more like the connection between the two people, and you know, it's like looking at an ink blot and going, hmm, "What do you mm. see?" And you know, a conversation comes out of that. Um. But, uh, yeah, like actually seeing the future. If I had a mirror, God damn it would be tempting. I would have to break it because like it yeah. would just gnaw at me to like, I wouldn't want to no, I, I have yeah. an intrusive thought Same. problem. I, like, I, would I have to take I, steps to remove the temptation from yes, myself. like see, I, I would be I yeah, I would be like, Dargo, take this away from me because I can't help myself, which would you know be see, still be me I, having agency. I think I would use it for trivial things like, okay, what time is this delivery going to show up today? Like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, because I hate sitting here all day waiting for a delivery. It's the anticipation of it. So if I knew exactly <laughs> when it was uh, going to come, I, I think I'd like You need that. like a delivery-specific mirror to the future. Yes, yeah. yes, just to tell me trivial shit. I, I don't want to know the big stuff. I'm I'm happy to just wait, wait and see what, what happens there. <laughs> But um, I also su- subscribe to the you know the Kyle Reese Sarah Connor school of thought in no fate but but what we uh, make and mm-hmm. even because I I delved into tarot tarot cards a little bit when I was a teenager and um I remember reading reading somewhere too that the cards are not set in stone you can alter um because we have free choice free will mm-hmm. so you, you you can always alter your uh, path. So, and I'm a big believer in choice, I guess, because you have a choice. You don't have a good choice, but you have but a choice. But you have a choice. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm an existentialist, so I don't actually believe that, you know, um, but it's as an intellectual exercise, it's curious. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was a younger version of me that had a little more belief in actually being able to predict things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole psychic thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I still believe the quote from Hamlet that there are more things in heaven and earth than I dreamt of in your philosophy. That's beautiful. I love that. But uh, I just doubt our ability to understand it. Yes, Mm. exactly. Like, yeah, if that Mm. was written 600 years ago, it's still fucking true. Mm. Um, But uh, yeah, I as to actually uh, if 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 we lived in this world where there was actually a mirror on the future, I don't want to look at it, but my intrusive thoughts would get the better of me. So someone else better take that thing away from it me. It would be tempting. It would when be, I yeah. tell them to. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Um. Not really much depth beyond the like that. Um. Mm. Yeah, and it is always interesting how different characters respond to fear. Yeah. 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 So I think it is time for favorite parts. Favorite parts? I I really like like Xan overcoming her fear and kicking the shit, shit out of Mulders, even though all of the things Josh said, it could have been better. <laughs> it, it could have been lightning and thunder and 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 just better all around i think that that was my fa- favorite part because i lived in that like hell yeah like i was like really excited when that happened uh what about you guys uh definitely the reveal of maldus like i i when i texted you guys i was sitting on the couch going fuck uh, <laughs> i was just very excited i was thrilled my man <laughs> returned to me and and he and he brought everything that I wanted and more. <laughs> Sarah? I'm going with Tentacle Zaddy and <laughs> <laughs> and She Girl. Uh the yeah, they're like, is this a thing? This could be a bad idea, but could be a fun idea. Sometimes <laughs> that's like that's the subtext of the conversation right there. This could mm-hmm. be bad, but it could be fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 yeah, I like the, I, uh, you know what? I'm, I like the ship. I'm boarding the ship. Um, Chargo? I don't, ex- yeah. No, it's, it, I don't think it's a, I think this is one of those, uh, sh- I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I know too much, but I enjoy the. <laughs> That's the thing. I can see you squirming there, like, oh shit, how do I say this? How, how, do, how, do, I, I... how do I back out? <laughs> no, um, no, I think, I think this okay. ship is an interesting ride. Well, what's, okay. the, uh, what's the official name? <laughs> I don't know if there is an official name. I, I like Chiago. I really do. Yeah, Chiago's good. Yeah, yeah Chiago like works. It sounds like a, a, a really like high end cheese. Yeah, or like a, or like a, like a, uh, like a Italian like sausage, a, exactly, or like yeah, a, yeah. like a suit from Morocco or something, like a Moroccan brand of formal wear. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I, I think I'll have a little bit of prosciutto, a little bit of chiargo, a little bit of Chianti, <laughs> or something you'd name a really beautiful Arabian horse. Mm-hmm. 
I ate his kidney with a nice Chianti and Chiago. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Never be. You forgot the fava beans. Oh, the fava beans, of course. I, I apologize. Ah, oh, this is sacrilege. Fava beans. It's are... been a while, okay? It's been, it's been, it's been a while. Oh, no. Fava them. beans are just a really a big thing in, in Middle Eastern cuisine. Oh. Okay. It's cold. If we lived in proximity to each other, I would have already made you some. <laughs> it's incredibly kind. <laughs> That's why I always find that uh, that that um, the uh, that moment with that that um, Hannibal Lecter quote weird because I'm I'm like. No, I, I know the taste of fava beans way too well for this. Yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah. eaten liver because I'm, I are. I, oh, yeah, I right. it's, it's not. It's not I've been a pescatarian liver. since I was eleven, so nice. <laughs> I do not. I have no memory of what liver tastes like, but I know far too well what fava beans taste like for this conversation. For the that quote. Thought- the closest I'll eat to liver is pate. Anything else? <laughs> no, this is the straight, just, this is a weird conversation <laughs> overall. We've gotten into some yeah. odd territory, yeah. including now we are talking about cannibalism. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> Wait, we're um, talking about pate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on anymore. Well, the the quote from Hannibal Lecter is about eating someone. Yes, but then you said you'd have fool, and I'm assuming <laughs> fava beans. that the fava beans you're referring to didn't come with a side dish of man. <laughs> no, but the fact that he's talking about them being with man just makes that quote weird because it's like, no, I'm too familiar with the taste of fava beans. This is a weird... <laughs> Yeah, I said kidney, but it is liver. The, the, the line is liver. You want a shovel? Um, I'll just give you a shovel and make it easier for you. <laughs> what? Sometimes your brain goes to weird places when you watch movies. Yes. yes. <laughs> yep. Or when you or when you quote them, and this is a very very strange place we're in. It's a, it's it's almost like Maldus has trapped us. <laughs> it's almost like nothing makes sense because nothing about this episode makes sense. Um, Am I stuck in limbo? Did I die? And this is like my <laughs> purgatory. I was <laughs> waiting for some, something like that in this episode. <laughs> yeah, because I'm okay with it. I'd, I'd sit here and talk talk <laughs> shit with you, you, you guys for all eternity. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. But yeah, I I am on board with the ship. I think it shall be an entertaining. It it might be. Ship. Yeah, yeah. I know, Jack. You're unconvinced, but I'm, I'm open, though. I'm open. I think also because you hunt Chiana for yourself. A little bit, a little bit, <laughs> but like Chiana, Matala, just you have a type. Well, that's the thing. They're very different. Not to sure Anna. it's a healthy type. They're very different, but also very similar. So I don't know. I think I just, I don't know. I like a woman that could beat beat the shit out of me, okay? Not that I want that to happen. I mean, oh, fuck. Talk about digging. 
And again, Josh is giving. This is very interesting. <laughs> oh God, help Shall me! Shall we get out the couch? <laughs> 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 well no i was going with therapist and your eyebrows are making it weird so you can find me on twitter <laughs> at, at like a surprise one <laughs> yes that's what we do but, oh god yes please wrap this damn thing up <laughs> i'm on instagram it's my name go find me <laughs> Sarah has a very good YouTube channel. (laughs) It's great. It's really good. Thank you. Costume Codex on YouTube and Blue Stock and Sarah on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Back of Surprise One. I'm on Discord, Instagram, all that stuff. You you can find me. This was our fundraising episode. So now that you've sat through this, you want to subscribe to our Patreon, I'm sure. (laughs) Guys, we have officially broken ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we shall see if I can make any sense of this episode and how it com- how it compares to the utter chaos that was our Vita Mortis episode. Yeah, have fun oh, with the editing. Yeah, we, we didn't get any comments. We, we never got any answers as to what people thought Dargo tasted like. What what weird questions shall we ask? The, shall we ask the, the our watchers this time around? I think we're good touching that. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> He he's he's wise to my bait now. <laughs> I ain't touching that one either. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so it's probably time that we ended this insanity. Yeah. Um, um so next episode mm-hmm. is called Home on the Remains. Oh, okay. Anybody have any ideas about what might be in that one? Home, it's going to be on like a ranch or something. Cowboys and I don't know. Okay. Space space skeletons. Space skeletons, space cowboys. Space cowboy skeletons. Space cowboys. The following episode after Home on the Remains will be Dream a Little Dream. And it is after that that we'll be out of their minds for which we will be reacting and for which we will be joined by Ren. Oh, cool. Ren the Barbarian. Yes, Ren the Barbarian. (laughs) So, yes. Uh, Any predictions for Dream a Little Dream? Dreams. People are going to get sucked into each other's dreams and then Freddy Krueger is going to come out and fuck shit shit up. It's going to be horrific. (laughs) What he he said. All righty then. You heard, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we told you where to find us, and mm-hmm. uh, we will be uh, back in two weeks, uh, probably. Um, I don't know when the Christmas break probably. is going to be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yes, uh, so yeah, thank you for joining us, friends. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You can cathart all you want. You can cathart all, all over this bitch. Just go for it. Bring it. Um, Have I mentioned that I'm going to get a whale tattoo? And at, no. the, at the moment, I'm currently extremely tempted to get it on my fucking arse. <laughs> I love the way you say arse. That, that was great. <laughs> you, you embracing the your, your Scottish roots there, arse. Yeah.
Yeah. Um, I don't know, because like, jackasses keep insisting on commenting on my uh, on other videos of mine in order to complain about, in order to call me a whale and comment on my opinions about that. And I actually kind of like whales. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not actually going to get it on my <laughs> Because I want to be able to see it, but I am thinking about getting. I'm thinking about getting two humpbacks and calling them George and Gracie. Nice, I like that. Classic. We'll we'll show you Star Trek Four sometimes, and you'll get you'll understand. I've seen I've seen the the Vija one. I think that's the first one. It is, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the boring one. That was that. Yeah, and like with the giant it, butthole, giant space butthole. I was about to say say that and. I like the idea of Vija, but then I was, it's just so boring. And yeah. that, and then that panning shot of the beginning that spends like seven minutes just going around the Enterprise. It's like, what is, what? It's like they saw two, 2001 A Space Odyssey and were like, yeah. No, that is exactly that. what happened. What, what, oh, what I thought he was let, doing, yeah. let, <laughs> let us put a, let us put the Kubrick aesthetic that we don't understand in yeah. a blender with a mediocre episode of Star Trek. It was uh, reasonably pretty, but so <laughs> And produce <boring>. ship porn. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, it's worth it for the lower deck send up of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, Farscape. Anyway, Farscape. 